y'all. Welcome to the Lab News Podcast. <laughs> I'm here, as ever, with my friend Dave. Hello. And uh, I, I was insisted that I start with a, a Western <laughs> accent, so there you go. And that's, that's the beginning and ends of it. Yeah, I feel like that's already a... Uh... Like, I was going to start this with a, a warning to our North American listeners. Yeah. And generally be like, yeah, hey, going to be some cringy American accents oh, in this. So, 100%. Yeah, and I think that's an excellent way to start with. <laughs> um, there's a, yeah, a couple of caveats. Um, this is uh, covering uh, Flying Lead Nightmare. Yeah. Okay, which is... It's uh, like the Spookums version of Flying Lead, right? Yes, exactly. Which, by the way, sounds... Amazing. It's fucking insanely yeah. good. Um, so, two things. Firstly, you can go back and listen to our first episode that we did mm-hmm. on uh, Flying Ned, which is episode 76. Look at you actually having the he- the numbers of episodes. Yeah, I'm not getting caught up by that again. Wow. So, you can actually go and listen to that, and I would highly recommend it, because there'll be lots of spoilers and kind of set up for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll try and... Um, I will try and give you as much... Information as I can, but I'd highly recommend going back and listening. Yeah, to I think context. for context, especially, uh, it, it was a big characterful session. Yes, for what's happening here, uh, and I think actually there's 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 truth to that with a lot of our kind of our uh, things. Obviously, if you're doing Northern Kingdoms, it's probably wise to go back and listen to the previous episodes yeah, of that I as think well. So. I, there is a continuous story that you're on because you are obviously playing a character out, right? Yeah. Um, secondly, uh, a, a religious warning: if you are religiously inclined. Um, I'm talking about Christians mainly here, and you have uh, issues with people role-playing Christian values or demons or angels. Yeah, this is not for you. Um, yeah. there will be other episodes that you will enjoy, but if you are the sort of person that might be quite offended by that sort of stuff, definitely give this one a skip. Basically, right. um, yeah. So, man, flying lead, holy fuck, yeah. right? So. I brought back my character, Hennessy Jones, the baddest son of a bitch in the West. Um, Amazing. Deliberately trying to be a mean son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, that was my whole MO going into the last event. Uh, unfortunately, Hennessy Jones fell in love with a nice man called Antonio mm-hmm. and kind of had a, a weird kind of like... Um, uh, love triangle with uh, Sergeant Cole, yes. who is uh, when I say I'm the baddest son of a bitch, Sergeant Cole is the baddest <laughs> son of a bitch in the West. That man's a fucking crazy person. Um, Antonio's a lovely man from Spain. Um, he's an anarchist, um, and Sergeant Cole is a uh, a cavalry man yeah. who basically constantly gets into fights and gets shot a lot. Okay. Yeah. At the end of... Yeah, spoilers. Um, go back and listen to episode 76. But at the end of Flying Lead, yeah. Antonio tragically died. Yeah. Leaving Hennessy heartbroken yeah. um, and confused about what was happening in the world. Okay. Flying Lead is an alternate... Like, alternate uh, world yeah. to that. So basically, the way that we were going to set it up was... Instead of Antonio dying... He went. He was in a coma and made it through. Oh, okay, so are you saying sorry? Um, flying lead nightmare is like an alternate world. Exactly. For flying okay. So there's different ways to kind of. I, I've seen a few different ways it's been described. So some people might think it's a dream that you right. have, and then you. Um, so it doesn't. And nothing sticks in reality. We were going on the kind of alternate timeline where okay. actually Antonio had been uh, in a coma mm. and been treated by a doctor. 
Um, I had just returned from a, a job right. in San Francisco, you know, yeah, as yeah, Hennessy yeah. does. Uh, but generally, like, um, it gave us loads of opportunity to be, like, lots of these little, like, lines that were, yeah. like, really fucking poignant. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not like anything would happen to you, Antonio. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're... Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing gonna kill you type thing. And it's just, like, these little tragic lines for the reality of what actually happened at Flying Ledge, you know? Sure. So from that, just from a game sense... Yeah. Do things from nightmare transfer over to no. other games so like not mechanically or anything there's no, no. kind of as, as far as i'm aware yeah um i think like maybe if i wanted to i could treat it as though hennessy had all this experience as a dream i haven't yet decided that there's maybe right. something that we can talk about at the end of the episode sure. but kind of like um it's something i need to think about whether this is something that like hennessy dreamt sure. or had a vision or whatever because there's like the stuff that could affect Hennessy's character but then the stuff that would be quite fun that none of this happened and therefore Hennessy's on an entirely different like uh, track you know from a mechanical standpoint because mm. I'm aware last time you said there was a, like a almost like a uh, an amount you had to pay to earn your keep yep none of that is that none of that is pre- present no. and none of it no resources or anything carry over into the main event no so in this there was um actually let me go for a couple of bits first sure, sure. and yeah, then yeah. we'll get into that sort of stuff so um i met with my kind of uh my larping crew which was made up of um some of my favorite people yeah like just a, a wonderful bunch uh, we had lunch at a local pub called the Tally Ho. Uh, shout out to the Tally Ho. It was nice. very fancy, mm. but the food wasn't bad. Hey. So um, having a big meal, sitting with your friends before you head off is yeah. actually really, really good. Um, set us up for the day. Um, yeah, so yeah, let's talk about some archetypes first. Okay, so there were so at Flying Nerd, there's a few different archetypes. There are a reduced number or changed, right, for Nightmare. nightmare right, okay? okay, so you have your... Um, cowboy right so when you're doing melee combat as in hand to hand combat yeah as a gunslinger if I hit someone ten times my weapon becomes broken right if you're a cowboy I think it's twenty before you have to go to the anvil and do some RP and get it repaired okay Um, I'm a gunslinger and therefore there's like a headshot thing where if you hold your gun towards someone for a certain amount of time and then pull the trigger that's a headshot right um uh gunslingers get three seconds instead of six i think that's how it works honestly not hugely relevant right at any point like maybe once or twice with this one guy but we'll sure. talk about that but like um the charlatan yeah the charlatan is a character that is obviously like full of shit yeah. right but they are also people that can do seances Okay. Okay. So, like, um, Nick played a great character um, called, uh, what's it called? Mordecai Black. And his whole thing was like, he is a charlatan. Yeah. But then he's like, oh my God, it actually worked. Right? Right. Like, it's actually all real. Oh my God, it's real. Jesus Christ. Why is no one panicking? This is real, right? Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost, basically. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Great reference. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, you have priests, right? And priests can do exorcisms. Okay, okay. Um, 
again of these what four archetypes the variety of different characters that were in uh the small town uh, were amazing um i went on with uh the character names were mordecai black uh who was the charlton eve um who was the uh gunslinger um marshall whitaker who was uh another gunslinger i think uh nora i think she was a gunslinger but like Marshall, I'll, I'll talk about the characters. Marshall Whitaker is a marshal, right. okay? Like um, they uh, law enforcement, right. uh, federal level, sure. not local. They're yeah, federal. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a couple of jokes about kind of like, hey, uh, you seem like a guy I saw on a poster type thing, and I'm like, right. oh, Marshall, that must have been a mistake. There's lots of guys that look like me. Do you know what I mean? Sure, like sure, that sure. sort of vibe. Um, Nora, um, who's like a. Uh, just a hustler, basically. Like, <laughs> I, I will, like, just hustling people for money, like, uh, very manipulative, like, street urchin vibes. Nice. Um, uh, <laughs> Tobias Todd, Todd, Todd Morden? Yeah. Junior. Right. Which we decided that we would call him Taffy as right. a, uh, as a nickname. This is Callum. Okay. Right. Taffy Amazing. is Callum. Okay? okay. And he played like this, ludicrous uh southern gentleman who um his came his family were the famous uh taffy makers okay and he was basically out there like doing his thing and just generally calming the fuck up and being extremely extra and it was fucking amazing amazing um um ali was there who played like an undertaker so he had a big top hat and was very like uh you know thing um tom came along unfortunately tom was sick pretty much all day Saturday oh, dude, yeah sucks. so he didn't really get to enjoy well I don't I don't know how much of an event he got to see but he was out in and out of his tent but he looked terrible mm. um also uh the wonderful um uh William Dyer who right. I said like oh I met this guy on the train um and we were kind of like you know just to kind of come into the town um I was like, they are, oh, 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 I'll show you around type thing. And he came with me and we walked around a bit and I was kind of yeah. introducing to people and showing them around. Um, in the town, it was like Halloween. Right. Okay. So, and the town is pumping. Okay. Right. There's like 50 players, 30 crew. And I love these, especially the early stages of an event where you're like, I have no fucking clue yeah. who are players and who are crew, right. who everyone is, what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just this madcap town full of all these wacky fucking characters. And um, there were loads of like religious types around. There were like a couple of priests, uh, a, a, a reverend, uh, a couple of nuns were in there. The nuns were packing they were right. packing heat you know I mean? <laughs> amazing like, you don't have to see nuns with guns you know what I mean but um <laughs> amazing um and like uh all these people like running around anyway so I'm like showing Will William around yeah. like the, the the kind of mean streets of uh I think it's um it's Goodwill I think the town's Goodwill right. I think the town's called Goodwill um and basically there was like stories about like um some people came into the town wearing uh, Halloween masks, right, and scared people. And I was like saying, "Hey, did everyone get shot?" And it was like, "Oh yeah, someone got shot, but then someone died." And I was like, "What? Did they get shot?" I thought, no, they died of a heart attack. And I was like, <laughs> "Man, that's crazy!" You know what I mean? Like, just really fun, yeah, 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 yeah. really like crazy. Um, uh, there was like a museum, okay, 
that was like uh, where the bank was last time and inside the museum was all this creepy shit right right like you know arcane shit yeah 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 like monkey's paws all kinds of crazy uh, just, stuff yeah you know the vibe like yeah. ancient Egyptian shit yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean just all the all the hooby dooby jeebie jeebies like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know um, amazing very Lovecraftian um, like great. don't fuck with whatever right yeah, and it was yeah, all yeah. like you know kind of fun like having all that um one guy uh called <laughs> called Nathan Boone okay right he was a miner Okay. He uh, he had himself a pickaxe and was in town, and he kept going. Why does everyone keep asking whether I've got a gun or not? Do right. I need a gun? And it's just like you know, it's like this sort of town probably best best you have a gun. Okay, yeah. like oh fuck, I didn't even talk about my kit. Oh dude. Okay, I am now the proud owner of two pistols. Oh yes, I ordered. I was so excited for you, dude. I ordered um, holsters. Okay, I looked around in the UK. For holsters, yeah, okay, and I could, I kept on finding like bland ones or insanely expensive ones, yeah. and then it then dawned on me, if you're gonna buy gun accessories, <laughs> yeah. there's only one place in the world. There's one place in the world that you got to go to, right. and that is the United States of America. So yeah. I looked on Etsy and I found genuine like Texas leather crafting. <laughs> really cheap like literally i got both holsters that were exquisitely made yeah um for the price of one kind of like meh one in the uk so mm. literally message the guy i think this is like it's only not that long it's like a two or three weeks before the event mm. messages them uh he was like i'll get that shipped off for the end of the week so i got myself like double holsters yeah. i had um it was raining uh so i bought myself a nice long jacket um and my uh i felt I felt amazing. I was wearing my normal suit. Uh, yeah. I had to buy a, borrow a cravat off uh, Ellie because I couldn't find my little drawstring yes, uh, right, thing right. that goes around my neck. But um, I felt amazing in my suit, the hat, and I was like dark and like my silhouette was just Hennessy Jones. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like absolutely... <laughs> A badass, right? Just a mean son of a bitch. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, right. just, I, it just looking at my shadow being cast on yeah. the ground was like enough for me to be like, "That's who the fuck I am." I'm like, I'm like your worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm nice, yeah, but you wouldn't want to fuck with me, right? You're a black hat. Right? I'm a black hat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm kind of, I'm the guy that laughs about a guy dying of a heart attack in right. town, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's just a, a mean, mean son of a bitch. Um, so. I'm walking around, I'm going to the tavern, uh, I'm meeting all these interesting folks, um, and then they have they have a, a church building, okay? And the church, I'll describe it because it's like quite an important location, is like, think about it, like there's a, there's a canopy over the roof, mm. and then there's like um, uh, chest high walls going all the way around, but the rest of it's open. Right. So it's like an open air thing, but with a roof on it. Okay. And there's like pews lined up and like uh, an altar at the, the, the front. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have this fucking um, seance. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm being Hennessy about it, so I'm laughing and being like, oh, these cons, like, they, oh, it's a good show, but it's all it is, right? It's not real, yeah. right? And they have like... They have strings attached to stuff on the um, on the table, which zoops up and down, you know, <laughs> during it, and everyone's freaking out. And and Antonio was taking part in this, okay, right? And like, I only saw like the back end of it, but it was really fun watching everyone like freak out about it and be like this. And I was just like, Antonio came out and was like, 
oh my god that was you know that was terrible whatever it was really scary I'm just like I'm laughing at him being like oh Antonio this is just like a stage trick they do this to everyone like it's yeah. just a bit of theatre like uh, man they really got you look how scared you were type thing <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. Um, he's like this isn't this isn't funny and all this stuff like this and I'm like laughing and having a good time um, they were like um, I think that's where the golden skulls were introduced right okay? so there was okay. a golden skull in in the room in in the in the in the church and golden skulls will come up again okay but right. like golden skulls are like the kind of manifestation of evil or whatever we'll get to kind of what happens with them awesome. later but um yeah so then one of the one of the people i met when i was out there were a couple of investigators looking for a seven-year-old girl okay and this seven-year-old girl had killed 17 children what okay right okay, okay. yeah and i was just like what 17 like that's a that's a big number yeah. for a seven-year-old, right? It's right. a big number for any age, but a seven-year-old. Yeah. And there was, like, this idea that there was, like, shenanigans with this little girl and, like, devil worship and all this stuff, right? So all these little these little paranoia seeds are starting to be set into, into the, the town. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I met, uh, I met the lovely Dr. Mac Vanderborn, Vanderboon, um, who was the doctor that looked after Antonio, uh, Dr. Yeah. Mac is an amazing character and it was like a lot of kind of like me talking to um dr mac and tony and sergeant cole uh around the back of the church and just kind of had like really good kind of just rp together where we yeah. were just kind of like shooting the shit and we we're talking about like whether there's a, a like a god or not and hennessy's like listen there's there's only like there's there's people that have guns and people that don't okay right. like no one's fucking judging us like if you pull a gun on me i'm sending i'm I'm killing you right like that's just how it is right like it's dog eat dog out there that's how the world is and antonio didn't like that very much but um i was like saying like basically like oh uh antonio and sergeant cole here they're like an angel and devil sitting on my shoulder you know what i mean like this idea that they kind of represent the duality of 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 man generally right like especially of hennessy right like sergeant cole is this just a crazy son of a bitch who like is complete or id like just yeah. like you know and then antonio is extremely caring and responsible yeah. and empathetic. all this stuff yeah. empathetic right yeah. um yeah and basically like antonio and hennessy were talking and it was just like we're talking about like we're going back to the other town and like having a, a homestead or a place that we can live and kind of all this stuff and it was like really like sweet how it was like this kind of idea that Hennessy and Antonio were going to kind of settle down and live a life together that was going to be a good life right, right like right, and it right. was like you know and Hennessy had changed a lot he was like totally like up for this version of what the future would be right like right. this idea of Hennessy maybe potentially giving up his his bad ways and kind of like just living a better life like yeah. leaving his past behind him um there was a guy there who had just bought a gun he had spent the last of his dollars right on a gun and um we were joking about being like how long do you reckon that guy's gonna live for and we were taking on bets on when he would die right it was just like i was like i reckon he'll be dead by eight o'clock tomorrow and like (laughs) uh uh, sergeant cole said i think he said six and then antonio bet like 10 and it was all like yeah we just think this guy's gonna die and then behind the church this gun goes off and he comes out like what huh i can't hear anything no i got deafened by my gun and he kept this like 
guy who got deafened by his gun up like hilarious timing all the way through it he was amazing like, just amazing like really fun character right really like he just kept on yelling or doing that classic thing where you say something to him and he slowly mishears it and then repeats back to you a different line just amazing fucking top draw man like really funny um right so i'm meeting all these different people and then after this they're like I'm telling Antonio that they are charlatans, okay? Right. And there's nothing real about it. You don't need to worry. And then they do a tarot reading, okay? So they bring up Killian Byrne, who is this Irish prisoner. And it is, like, a little on the nose to have a drunk Irish prisoner, but that's the way it is. Apologies, yep. Ireland. Um, he's chained. He's laughing. This guy's, like, solid into his RP. Like, people right. didn't even know he wasn't Irish, right? Like, yeah, really yeah, yeah. solid into it. And they decide that they're going to use this guy to do... Oh, that's not even the first thing that happened, actually. There was... Um, first of all, they did the tarot reading. Right. Okay? And there's a bunch of kind of these... Um, kind of, like, people doing this little show. And they start drawing out these cards. And I'm watching it. And, like, the first one comes out. It's, like, death. And it's judgment and then judgment. And I'm laughing. I'm like, those cards are good. You'll be hanging by your, your neck in no time type thing. Like, and then they were like, no, oh, that's not right. There's not even that many judgments in the card, in the deck, yeah. right? So they do it again. The devil shows up. Judgment upon judgment upon demon and devil and death and crossroads and all these really like... You Dark, know, heavy cards, right? The ones you don't want to yeah, draw yeah. it out, right? And it was just like, um, they were trying to be like, well, death doesn't always mean like death, it means a change or whatever. And I'm just like, I think judgment and death probably mean like death, right? And um, we're laughing and they were saying like, oh, someone's fixed our deck. And they were like freaking out and everything was like kind of kicking off. And like afterwards, because Antonio was scared, I was just like, hey, let me, uh... hey, I was like, Hey, they they scared Antonio, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fucking cool. If these guys are charlatans, I'll yeah. go and I'll go and threaten them, sort it out. They'll just come and tell Antonio it's all a big trick, yeah. And we'll just get on with this, right? So I go up to the guy, and he's like, his hands are shaking, and I'm like, hey, that all uh, that seance and the thing you did with those cards, they were that was all fake, right? Like you can you can tell me, and he's just like, no, that was I've never seen anything like that before. That was like, yeah, you know we have to leave, we have to get out of town, type thing, and I was like, like, and Hennessy's like, uh, he's starting to be like, what, like, he can, Hennessy can tell real fear, right, like, he's yeah, been around, yeah. that started to like, make him kind of question a couple of bits of being like, what's going on here? Oh, honorary mention, Jim Bongos. <laughs> right? Callum, I don't know if he invented this drink, but it's, um, uh, what's it called? Pink gin, right? And lilt substitute your right. tropical fruity. Tr- yeah. yeah. Oh my god, they de- they go down it's, super smooth. It is a drink of kings. I might have to try this. It's you will. And gin bongos are amazing, but can fuck you up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would say generally, yeah. From this point on Friday, right. Hennessy and Dave yeah. are deep in the gym bongos. Okay. Okay. Right. So I was definitely getting into my character yeah. and Hennessy was getting fucked up. Right. right? So just as a caveat of what was happening. Um, so then this uh, the seance two, the Irish boogaloo, they yeah. bring over the this criminal and they sit him down on the chair and they're like going to use him to try and channel to speak 
and find out whether this little girl, the seven-year-old, is in the town or not. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and I'm like laughing and being like, oh, it's going to be one hell of a show type thing. But he spoke to the two investigators earlier and he knows they're not involved with the show that just happened. Okay? Mm. And Killian certainly doesn't seem involved. Right. So they start doing this seance. Okay? Right. And like Killian's like... That, by the way, loads of stuff like referees walking up behind someone and whispering a few lines in their ear and giving mm. them prompts and stuff like this. So he just starts talking and it's just like, oh shit, like real, like crazy shit, yeah, right? right? Then he walks up behind one of the investigators and then he just starts being attacked by like something in the air he can't see it he's just being battered around and then falls to the ground like he's being yeah. beaten up and I'm just like what the fuck type thing like this is I ain't ever seen anything like that before do you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. that man was a soldier by thin air you know like um, <laughs> so after this <laughs> Hennessy's like has this horrible realisation what if it's real yeah 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 right what if what if there is a God and there is a heaven? Right. And if that's true, what if there's a hell yeah. and a devil? Yeah. Okay? Now, Hennessy's like Bill, mm. I would say. Yeah. He's done <laughs> some, some things. He's a... You know, there might have been... A couple of things on that resume that maybe God might not approve of, for example, right? So, slightly concerning. And Hennessy realised that Antonio is a good man. Mm. And if Antonio goes to heaven... Right. And Hennessy goes to hell... Yeah. Then he'll... They'll be separated for eternity. Yeah. And that is something truly awful. Yeah. So, like, um, Hennessy starts being, like, like really worried about all of this stuff, right? Like, he's, like, um, he starts going, like, Antonio comes up to me and goes, are you, are you okay type thing? I'm just like, oh, I, I, uh, I just got to start a few things out, you know? Like, and I'm, I'm drunk. Hennessy's drunk, right? So I start going around and start asking people, like, the religious people yeah. about religion right? right so i find this wonderful um character called uh father valentine who was right. played by the same guy who played the noble lord valentine guy you know the guy with the butler last time oh right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's fucking top draw basically um but i got to him and was like hey uh you know like that heaven and hell stuff like if you do bad stuff do you definitely go to hell like uh yeah, and, sort of stuff like this, and I was like talking to him about it, and he was—he's like a Church of England vicar, right? So he was like talking about like the idea that like, oh no, it's like good deeds, and I'm like, oh, like scales, like balancing it up type thing. And I'm just like, he's like, yeah, and I'm like, what if I don't have much time, and I, you know, what if I die tomorrow, and I've done bad things in my life, but I want to do better now? And he was just like, he starts talking to me about how God like yeah. is like forgiving, and Jesus loves me, and like we start having this big philosophical conversation. And then I'm talking about, like, what about them, their uh, indulgences? I hear you can just pay, and that makes all your sins go away. And he was like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. You know, okay. like, and we're having this full-blown conversation. Then later on, I bump into this, like, uh, priest guy, uh, this monk. And I'm right. like to him, like, 
hey do you do indulgences and he's like he's like yeah, 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 and he's just like, he's like, how much have you got? And I was like, I'll give you two dollars right now if you wipe if you wipe the slate clean. And he's just like, I might be able to like pray for your cussing this weekend for two dollars. And I was like, hey, I'll take it. And I gave him two dollars like immediately. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of two dollars, I didn't even talk about the player packs. Right. Okay. God, I'm a bad storyteller. Before the event, we all go to the god tent. Right. And pay our um uh the, the remainder of our bill on the actual event itself sure. and then we have to randomly pick an envelope in this big oh interesting you randomly pick yes which is good so i had a big old think about it and let like my my because i i can be pretty lucky with this sort of stuff so i can let my nose guide yeah. me and i picked one out and we left the camp uh the the, the tent and the, the hut and i opened it up and it just so happened that there was someone who had actually a lady who had actually helped prep the uh the things and was like oh you got a really good one so what you get is you get um two types of raffle ticket type looking things okay right. one of them that are, are blank on the back are your amount of bullets okay, okay. i got like 20 something bullets okay oh, wow, like 20 okay. ish yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was like sweet i can load both guns i'll have like a reload left feeling pretty positive about it then you get your get off me tokens okay these are like lives okay like if you have to if you're being ganged up by a bunch of enemies and you go get the hell off me and then they have to they have to they have to back away from you and and look and let you leave type thing or or at least back off from you and i had five of these bad boys wow okay so i was I always get off me's rich, okay? Yeah, yeah. But when you use up your get off me's right. and you tear your last one, they give you a little piece of paper. You then look at said little bit of paper and read what's on it. Okay. So, obviously, don't look at the little piece of paper before. So, you've got this little ticking time bomb. But okay. also, you know everyone else in the town is a little ticking time bomb, okay? Like, right, how right, many... Right. How many times did that get, guy get in trouble? Like, how many times... How many years he got left? Does this save you from uh, gunfire as well? Or is it just melee kind of stuff? Or? It's... I think it was pretty loose. I had a thing later on this weekend that I actually went to speak to Johnny, who's one of the organisers, along right. with uh, Kitty. And um, I spoke to him about a few things that I'd done just to clarify that I wasn't breaking the rules in any way. Right. And Johnny was like, uh, no, it's I want people to die from tearing up these tokens rather than dying because you were shot or whatever, you know? Like, right. So there's different RP effects for this. Uh, dear listener, I did my best. I don't know. I'm still kind sure. of thinking it over. I'm pretty sure even if I had tore up... Uh, it, uh, spoilers. Right. Spoilers. But uh, but I, I think like the whole vibe of the thing is very much like that kind of Western cinematic mm-hmm. combat style, right? So it's like, mechanically, that's... It, it's much more RP-based, right? Absolutely. If you get shot, you get shot, but, you know... There you, are medics. You can get If you're not going to and... get... Exactly. If you're going to get shot in the shoulder, yeah. you get shot in the shoulder and yeah. it's no biggie, right? Like, uh, you can recover from that and move on and, right. like, get yeah. a doctor to look at yeah. you, give the doctor some RP. If you're being, like, ganked by a bunch of demons who are stabbing you loads, <laughs> probably worth using one of those tokens, right? right and we'll right, kind right. of get to some of that later. Sure. But, um, oh, and I got, like, I think it was, like, $14. All right, okay, um, well. Found out pretty quick that uh, you could buy at the bar... For ten dollars, you could buy six bullets. Okay. Okay. So this this is kind of important. So I knew. Sure. Hey, 
I get an extra. I have enough money to buy an extra six shots. I already mm. used two on some indulgences, which I felt was pretty prudent by Hennessy to, to sure. kind of ring fence his soul. Um, and uh, but Callum, old Taffy, right? His pack was absolute fucking garbage. Okay. I think he got like four to six shots. He had three get off me's, a couple of dollars. Like it was absolute shit. Right. Like absolute garbage and i lorded this over him as a good friendship <laughs> and found it fucking hilarious that he was like how many did you get i'm like five and he's just like oh you got free and it was just like yeah like really really good um uh later on in the evening um i talked to the, the father valentine again and he's like talking about how i i paid for some indulgences and he wasn't happy about that but generally like hennessy was like Hey, I just not need to be not a bad person. Right. Going forward, I'll yeah. probably be fine. I'm not going to die tomorrow or anything, am I? <laughs> right? <Okay>. Like, um, <laughs> and um, uh, Sergeant Cole had a punch up with the mayor. Um, I don't know why Sergeant Cole didn't like the mayor, <laughs> but he broke that guy's jaw and nose multiple times over the week. Okay, over the weekend. He beat this poor mayor constantly right like, it was always like I look up and it's just like the mayor on the floor with like Sergeant Cole just pummeling him in the face type thing and I was like Jesus and like shouldn't somebody stop him and be like oh no Sergeant Cole will run out of steam pretty soon well hopefully you know what I mean like um piston arm just going yeah yeah just busting his face in you know and this poor mayor had to take it um there was a guy uh, giving away sweets if you could pop free balloons and they had like a darts and they were throwing darts and giving away bags of sweets now Nora managed right. to pick up one of these bags of sweets and was going around selling people sweets for one dollar okay. okay if I tried selling people a sweet for one right. dollar people would tell me to go fuck myself yeah but Nora ended up with 25 fucking dollars okay like Look. Holy shit. Like, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But, um... And then, uh... I see Nora, and I'm like... Hey, what's going on, Nora? And she's like... Oh, I'm just gonna buy, like, this, uh... This magical tonic off this man here. Like, this, uh... It's a cure-all. It will solve everything. And I'm just like... What is that, goddamn snake oil? And he's like... <laughs> oh, no! It's, like, got the tears of an angel in it, you know? It's, like, really good stuff. And I'm like... Hey, why don't you get the fuck out of here? You know what I mean? He's just like... Yeah. I mean, this guy, like, scamper off. You know what I mean? Amazing. Like, uh, really good. I really appreciate the fact is that somebody... Like, I'm not a badass, okay? Right. But it's nice that people... Yeah, we're, we're well into it, right? ...role-playing that Hennessy is a badass. I don't know how... Like, I have no idea how I come across as my character. Yeah. It's a fine line, because you don't want to be the guy that is actually an arsehole. Yes. You want to give that kind of, like, wink to the, the fourth yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah, But, like, have fun with being a, being a, 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 a... I think it's an interesting... It's like a, a give and a take, right? That, like, you will... You will, uh, like, you will allow... Uh, yourself to be intimidated right mm -hmm. at, at certain points and it's like uh, it's also what sort of character are you yeah so like, what's conflict, your fight and flight response and all that exactly kind of stuff? and there's some stuff coming up like that i have do have conflict with some players and it was so good yeah because you get to be at a point where you're like this other player is like oh we're gonna bang like we're gonna have a proper argument yeah. and both players are totally up for the idea mm. do you know what i mean like um really really good to like when you do that 
But like, I would never do that to a, a player, or even a, a, if a, I got the idea that a character and the player were blurring at all, mm. I would totally ease up or put my hand up and be mm. like, "Hey, just a fucking welfare check. Are we good? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm playing a character. Are you good with this? Um, oh, by the way, ILARP, their safety briefing is. And the, just generally, I love how they approach the approach every aspect of the game is incredibly good. Like mm. um, Johnny did, like a, a safety briefing at the start. Obviously, you, we're using blank firing weapons. Mm. Uh, they're side and top venting, but obviously, they're dangerous, right? Like, yeah. and you have to be careful. But there were a whole bunch of other stuff to do with um, how we interact with each other as players. Heavily um, uh, letting people know. If you're having a problem, just stick your hand up. Like mm. it doesn't, you're not breaking immersion. Yeah. If you have an OC issue, just let people know, right? Like, and it's, uh, I love this. That whole brief, I think, is one of the, uh, it's obviously something that the tweet and done over the years, but it's, it's a work of art. It's mm. a very well done brief. Um, we actually have uh, an ILARP episode, don't we, when we <clears throat> you spoke to them? Yeah, I want yeah. to speak to... Uh, obviously, I didn't write down that episode because I'm, uh, I'm an idiot. Mm. But, um, but do check it out, listeners. I think that was quite an interesting uh, glimpse into the mindset of how they kind of put together these types of events in general and the ethos that goes behind it. Yeah, and it is an ethos, right? Mm. Like, it's something that they're, they're both experienced LARPers, but they also... It's their approach to the game. And it's mm. like... Um, I like games are wildly successful at this stage. Okay? Yeah. They're doing really, really well. And, and I have to say that they massively deserve it. They, um, it creates like, there's something special happening in those woods every single mm. time I've been down to that. Even just as a location, they're, uh, yeah, anyway, I'll stop waffling. No, no, it, it um, sounds amazing. I really, I, I, I do want to do one at some point. I, I do have to do I something. I highly recommend point. it. Getting a ticket on the other hand, which we'll yes. get to, is yeah. an issue. Um, Later on that night, uh, I bump into a nice man called John Smith, who right. is a beaver hunter. Okay. okay, and he's got like a beaver pelt over his amazing, thing. amazing. And um, he's constantly talking about beavers and how uh, large beavers grow in this area, right. and how he's tracking. Yeah, like, yeah, all of that. Amazing. Really funny. Um, this guy played uh, some music on his guitar in the pub, like later on. I just have to give a shout out to all those musicians out there. Mm. Like, I know it seems like, oh, you don't want to be that guy with the guitar or whatever. But there's something about musicians at LARP and it just creates, like, I just get, I get lost in those little, little songs, man. Oh, like, man. it adds so much to the, the ambience and yeah. the vibe. Having, even if it's just like, almost like a, a, a soundtrack to what's going on, right, in the movie yeah. of your mind, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and then you can have moments where you just watch the vista that is LARP and just really indulge yourself in the cine- cinematic experience of what's going on when it's tied to music or just the music itself. It's just, it's, it's fantastic. I, yeah. I, I really love everything that the musicians and storytellers for that point bring in these kind mm-hmm, of situations. Mm-hmm, it's, it's mm-hmm. amazing. The theatre of it, and there's a reason this kind of stuff works. There's a reason people like opera and there's a reason people like sort of shows and all these kind of things. You know, People it, it love works. music. We come yeah. together in thousands it, to go and watch music. Yeah. But there's something really special about being three feet away mm. from a musician performing is like really wonderful. I don't get to do enough of it now. Yeah, no, How often be... do you get to go to a gig nowadays? Like? Yeah, and also there's like, I mean, that's one of the cool things about a lot of this stuff, like kind of bundled into the experience you always get like a little free folk festival mm-hmm. and, and like a really cool intimate folk festival as well, yep. often bundled in with the whole thing, plus a fair, plus like, 
You know, there's so many other little things that, that are kind of wrapped into what it is to go LARPing. And mad, I love all of that. And mad shit. Yes, mad right? shit. Like, layered, it's like massively layered on top of all that. It's, it's, it's amazing. Like, yeah, as a um, hobby, it's incredible. I headed back to the camp. Uh, me and Marshall Whitaker and uh, Taffy might have drunk one too many Jimbongos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, got a little bit of hand in it. Got a little bit out of hand. <laughs> not going to lie. Little... <laughs> teeny bit out of hand um i went to bed and i was not it was not good it was not good ian no not good i didn't pee myself but that's like you know i was a very inebriated young man hey you had the tent to yourself this time young man i think is pushing at this stage yeah i (laughs) had the tent to myself but i just oh my god dude i decimated that tent there was shit everywhere like you know when you're like when you wake up in the morning you're like oh god what happened last night and you look you around just look and just over. like oh my word oh god and it's just like you know <laughs> clearly me undressing myself was just like this you know like you know in movies where they're like oh somebody had sex here and they take yeah. off like a line of clothes and you follow the line of clothes to the bedroom sure me by myself going to my own bed yeah. like jacket off <laughs> waistcoat off shirt just dumped fucking gun belt mm. unceremoniously dumped on the floor like Jesus Christ also uh, another thing was like the weather to all of this at this point was it raining or was it dry on the okay. Friday um, the Friday was some cold shit I yeah. woke up a couple of times in the night um, I also went to bed stupid like I didn't have my sleeping bags properly and I right, right, froze right. my balls off and right. it was well, and once fucking... you're cold and you've got cold inside the sleeping uh, bag it's hard. And, and if there's but any dude, wet if there's I, any damp I have two sleeping bags yeah. neither of them zip up I forgot my pillows so I decided that I would use my um, one of them as a pillow right which is dumb because yeah. then I woke up freezing to death because there was nothing underneath sure. me underneath the camp bed fucking how not to laugh basically yes. yeah. um, we've been doing this long enough I've been doing it long enough. It's amazing, though. It's amazing. Still some of the rudimentary errors that we make. I know that kicking into the Lambrini at one o'clock in the morning with Callum is not a good idea. Nothing good comes from late night Lambrini. Nothing good. It's... But does it, though? I think think there's something to be said, like, for the experience. We had a lovely time. Yeah. But goddamn. Yeah. God damn. Um, We went through two bottles of gin that night. Um, we did share around. Wow. We are we are generous yeah, of drinkers, but like definitely that'll do you. I woke up in the morning like, oh Jesus! I have a very intensive LARP heading towards me, and it's like there's a. They were like, it will probably be finished by ten o'clock on Saturday. Oh, interesting! So, so no so- Sunday, and we're like, what the fuck do you mean by wrap up by ten o'clock? Right. What the fuck do you mean by that? Do you know what I mean? Like, Interesting. So going into this weekend, I was very much on the school of like, I don't want to die early, right? Yeah. I don't want to be knocked out of the game. They had mechanisms for not being knocked out of the game, so everyone got to enjoy themselves. But like, yeah, things start to ramp up over the weekend. I think we'll take a teeny a little, mini, break little here. breaky break here yeah. before... I'm excited, guys. Imagine the toboggan yeah. at the top of the slope. Yeah. And there's little Hennessy Jones teetering backwards and forwards and we're about to just tilt over that edge and go slalling down that giant cliff of terror. Um, Outrageously good. Uh, We'll be back very soon.